So welcome to uh, the first edition um, of Psychonauts. Uh, yes, sir. Chapavelli here with AOD and verbatim. That's right. Um, so I'll let, I'll be the guest. Uh, I'll give you the guest of honor uh, tribute. Um, <laughs> I I will let uh, you let the world then understand know what what we're coming through with with Psychonauts. Well, I believe a psychonaut is anyone that chooses to, through whatever means necessary, like Malcolm X, to expand their consciousness, upgrade and ascend um, to higher frequencies. Right. And, or not, not just higher frequencies, Different but ones. Yeah. proper frequencies. More in tune, right? And 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 you experiment like you know home is where the heart is, right? But you like to see what is it like thirty thousand feet above my head, speaking fourth dimensionally, right? You know, or what is it like hanging out at the bottom of my feet? For example, I lived for years with people speaking subliminal codes. So whether I heard someone say like the number two, I would know to go to my second chakra. Or if I heard someone, uh, you know, scratch their chest, I would consciously go to that part of my chest, you know? And I felt like for the longest time I was, I was just, I was the presence and I was kind of watching the story of Chapavelli, Chop, a.k.a. Chopzilla, a.k.a. Chop Smoke, a.k.a. RoboChop, a.k.a. Chop Tupac Chakor, yeah. Chop Chakor. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was watching him as a movie, so it was like I was disassociated with my body. And that's a phenomenal thing to experience for the non psychonaut listeners. Um, we are we are speaking of something extraordinary, uh, and it's almost undescribable to the to um, our ourselves. You know, um, it's definitely an experience that is best taken if you could find the proper ways to get there. Yes, um, and that's, like I'll just you know, go. I'll just go ahead and say it like I've been like just experimenting with a lot of shroomage lately. Like I feel like Mike Tyson. Yeah. That guy, so, he, he goes deep too. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Mike Tyson, last time I saw Mike Tyson, it was, he was, he was in some video of some sort. I think maybe Busy Bone interviewed him or something or vice versa. Um, yeah, you got your busy. You got your the audience can't see, but you got your busy bone shirt. I'm rocking my my busy bone shirt, almost of the days, you know. Um, I think honestly, you know about that that guy busy is. Uh, is he a psycho? Not. I think he is. Yo, okay. I, th I think he. I think he maybe doesn't want to believe he is. You know, but the experiences I see, and and feel from him, there's a connection. Somehow, 
Like, uh, he's been my, I'm not, you know, indigenous or nothing like that. I'm not a Native American, but he's by, been my spirit animal. That busy boom. Yeah. You know? <coughs> Just riding off, yeah, of, you know. He, he, he always had a nice falsetto, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I you know, and I like the way... Smoking uh, the gelato, rocking the falsetto. Uh, yeah, that's, you know... That's how wet that go, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the mop and glow, let it go. AOD's gonna show. Um, some autonomous speaking, uh, another feature right, of the autonomous. <laughs> that was first mentioned last uh, last ses- uh, episode, but we didn't have it in the last episode. So um, there's a prior episode where I introduced the autonomous writing syndrome to the world. <laughs> now. You remember the story of John Henry against a, a machine that was building the railroad, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Do you think that an artificial intelligence can outright you? What if I am the artificial intelligence and don't realize it? To me, you are. Well, thank you. Because I haven't met you in person. Oh, okay. So it's a no. I mean, you're not. You're AOD. You're master AOD. <laughs> and you got master verbatim over there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know. And you're your master chops. I think I. I think I called you master chops though. Prior to any master. Yeah. It, it. And I'm glad you did because. You know, there's even as a master, you never stop learning. That's the true you know wisdom of a saying? true master. That's right. You you know, anyone who says that they're not a practicing master is not humbled enough to be called master. Absolutely. So like for the but for the longest time I just always thought of myself as the hero font. Right. Um until the day I've just done so much studying mm-hmm. of everything from occult knowledge to expanding consciousness to alien messages from light beings that uh, I just had to, you know, I wrote it in one of the songs where I was talking to God, a conversation with God. I'm like, if Neil Donald Walsh can talk to God, that guy, I can too. Yep. So I just had conversations with God through rap songs, and and God was telling me he was like, "Yeah, your master ascended, master chops." I'm like, "What do you mean I'm ascended, master chops?" He's like, "Yeah, you don't know, like, you know, people just don't pay you homage on this planet." But me and him been traveled to other planets where people recognize an ascended master. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's nice to, you know, there's fake gold and there's real gold. And I think people been used to the fake gold for so long that when they see the real, they don't even recognize it. But real recognize real. That's true. I drink That's that. That's why your master AOD, master verbatim. Master chops. That's yeah, yeah. I know when you were talking about having like an outer body experience, I'm like, man, I haven't had one of those since I was like 
18. I've been getting them more frequently, you know, like subconsciously. You know, my wife's been getting them too now here and there. About hearing things. Really? Yeah, she's Outer starting to hear the same things I'm hearing. Yeah. For hmm. real. Now, now... <clears throat> Like like last week, I was telling verbatim, I'm like, "Yo, I'm hearing this this ice cream truck hit me up in the ear, and it's now, not even outside." Now, do you fall asleep and you wake up out of your body? Some sometimes. Well, normally, I'm. It'll hit me at a random spot. Like I may not even recognize it happens, but yeah. I know it happens after the fact. You know, it's almost like a um, what they call in this today's medical terms is like a. Not a mini stroke, but something happening in the brain that's on, you know, like a, like, a, like a firing of some sort or like a, uh, I don't know, maybe it's part of some, some other thing, but you know, sometimes. What? Have you ever heard of lucid dreaming? See, that's been my life though. It's, it's normal for me to think that. Lucid dreaming. So you've been in a dream. You realized you were dreaming and you were able to stay in the dream realizing you were dreaming? Yeah. And a matter of fact, I would repeat the episode on purpose. So I practiced a technique for lucid dreaming where I wore a watch. It was back in 2000. And I would look at the watch and I'd say, am I dreaming? And I'd flip it and I'd look back at it. And if the time stayed the same, then I, I was awake. But you do the same thing in your dream as you do in the waking day. So I did it so much during the day, I would do it in my dream. And then I would notice the, the clock would start spinning and you couldn't get an exact time. Like in dreams, you can't get an exact time. Right. It always changes. It's always vague. So I knew I was awake. Right. First time I did it, I woke up. Then I learned if you rub your hands together in the dream or you spin in circles, it'll help you to stay in your dream state when you're in your dream. So when I realized, because I get so excited, I'd wake up that I because I knew I was dreaming. Mm -hmm. So then I started rubbing my hands together and I could stay in my dreams and control my dreams. And the shit I did was... Bro, ungodly some days. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I won't talk about it, but... And then there was times when I would just fly around, you know? And then eventually got to the point I started waking up from my dreams in my bed. Does that make sense? So when I would... I would say wake up in my dreams, I would start my dream waking out of my bed. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like an outer like, body experience. Yeah, like as if like now you're third person, maybe fourth at certain areas. So I was getting to the point where I was consciously waking up, knowing I was dreaming, waking up out of my bed, walking out the front door of my house and jumping up in the air and flying. That's, and you know what's good, though, is the fact that you remember those, even though they may seem like minor details or major details when it comes to, you know, in terms of plot and timing and all that. I remember I was like an adolescent and uh, my cousins would come over and we would play this game. 
I don't really recall the game's name, but I, we would, I would always end up outer body by the end of the event. And I would be watching myself mm. stand on my tippy toes from the ground and appear to be in a flying mo- movement up towards the trees. And I would always see myself from the tree angle. Now, so how did you go back into your body? I'm like, uh, like I would have like a, usually at, at that point in my life, I would have like almost a panic attack about it because I was like, oh, didn't realize how to control yeah. it. So I go, <gasps> it's, a, it's a frequency. Yeah. When yeah. you're out of your body, yeah. it's a higher vibration. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, it's almost like, it's, like I said, it's almost indescribable if, unless, you've, if, yeah. unless you've been in it, you know? So one time <clears throat> I, woke, I was in my bed. I woke up out of my bed. I heard the garage opening. And I saw I had a pack of zigzags still sitting on the table. And I went to go grab the zigzags and hide them or whatever, because I was living at my parents' house at the time. Right. And before I grabbed the pack of zigzags, I looked back mm-hmm. and I saw my body sleeping in bed. Then I start vibrating very fast. I fly up to the ceiling and then I start going back into my body and I could see out of both sets of eyes. And then when I got back into my body, I was like paralyzed there for like a a minute. Did AI just call you Chopzilla? Yeah. (laughs) That's my AI. It talks to me. me That's epic. How do you you feel about the AI things that are going on right now in the world? Um, To be honest, I'm not scared. Because, I mean, AI is going after Silicon Valley first. They're going after their oppressors. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't afford AI. Right. So, I don't have anything to worry about. How much of that Robin Williams story you think was real about that? Uh, that I never heard about it. This is the first I heard. Robin Williams mate was like iRobot or something. Not iRobot. What was he? Bicentennial Man. Bicentennial Man. They turned the uh, robot into a human. They reverse proxied it. I've heard (laughs) of the movie. Yeah, Bicentennial Man, right? That was it, yeah. Yeah, dude. So... You got to check that out. That's, you know... So I believe I am... Part cyborg. I concur with that agreement. I've had experiences where I've had the insides of my body burnt out physically, where I could smell blood burning inside my body. Very painful. But it was like DNA upgrades. Yes. So, um... My third eye stays open, you know. Uh, I right now I probably say I live in my gut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most of the days I spend time doing the trench work. You know, like everybody's like, I spent the first part of my life in the higher chakras, and I'm sure you did too. Yeah. 
I'm sure verbatim did too. Uh, you spend your life where you have a vivid, like if you grew up having a vivid imagination, right. uh, you know, like where you could make believe and make it real to you, you know, um, that's living in the higher dimension. So most of the time, those people don't like for, don't think about money and stuff. It's not their main primary goal in life. That's more of the lower chakras, but I'm sure like you, like, like me, you've maybe also had experiences that have been really super grounding. Right. For me, being bipolar is perfectly describes it, my life, because I could be on a manic high up above my head to the clouds up in the Golden Palace, and then I can spend a year down in the trenches, you know. That is very articulate and um, that illustrated the words very correctly. And I, I couldn't say it better about bipolar disorder as I suffer myself from the same condition as so does uh, verbatim. Yeah, and I've been, <clears throat> I've been off work for five months now. Um, and I've been to the, I've been locked up three times in the past not in not even a year. Yeah, you know, it comes to a point where people, you know, like us get misunderstood and misrepresented, I think. We're we're yeah. not we're not meant for the the worldly rules that, that are placed upon humans. No, you won't you won't find a lot of views on on much topics like this like maybe joe rogan kind of like treads that line of consciousness and i could say as a person that gets lots of views but when you're on a different frequency it's hard to mesh up with people that ride the pine that ride the line that ride the fence um or who don't explore have been raised, uh, programmed, and they just live off their programming. Right. Well, well I, I love that analogy as well. That is very well articulated. Um, mm -hmm. Prolific. The, the fact that you, that you acknowledge that there is programming language behind us understands that, you know, there are bigger things than we can even, you know, want to mention out loud. Yeah, well, um, like I've had helicopters circling over my house when, like I said, um, I put my consciousness, uh, lifted it so far above my head that um, when I came down, I had a seizure. Really? Um, it struck my uh, soul came crushing into my body like lightning. Right. Uh, it was because I had kept my attention up. I used to tell my students when I was a teacher, I'd tell them, you want to practice meditation? I said, imagine a dice with a number two on every side above your head. Um, and I just told them, 
to imagine that dice saying number two and picture what it looked like above your head, feeling above your head. Yo, it's so you weird. I, as you were describing that, my whole body to my brain to my toes started tingling. Now, let me ask you a question. You said started tingling. So right now, without your hands, yeah, can you feel the top of your head? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you're feeling with what? Undescribable things, according to presence, science. right? Yeah. Like some. Yeah. Something. I mean, is, you could something say is the nervous me. system. Yep. You could. But your attention. What's that attention that is aware of that? That's it. That's the magic. You got some, you know, and so I would teach my kids meditation and, um, but like now my meditation nowadays is like I sleep with the CPAP machine on and it's like, it shoots air into, you know, oh, which by the way, I took my vape pen and I shoved it in the side of it where the air comes in the intake. (laughs) Right. And was hit my vape pen through the CPAP machine. It's crazy. I could, I could show you it. That like, void the warranty, man. <laughs> well, he said there's a void the warranty on the vape on the CPAP. You, do you like that? Do you sleep every night with the CPAP? I love it, bro. I love it. Do you have the one mask? What kind of mask do you use? It just goes over my nose. Oh, just the kind that goes over your nose. Okay. Yeah. Now. When I first went to a sleep study and they had me try one on after I did my first sleep study to see if I had anything, mm-hmm. I woke up at midnight in a panic and I took off the CPAP machine and I, I left. I said, I'm not doing this. Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. And they ended up giving me the CPAP machine anyways. <laughs> and I tried it for like a couple hours at a time. Because it would scare you. It's like, yeah. it's scary waking up with something on your face. Like, yeah. like you're, you're dying or something. Yeah. But now it's like, it's my greatest meditation. It's like, it helps I'm, put, I'm put, just put your consciously rhythm. breathing. And it's so hard to stay awake with that thing on my face. Really? I was having... The, yes. Yeah, the, how's the noise from the machine? Is like it really loud? It's or quiet. It quiet? They don't make, they don't make them loud. loud that they used to. Yeah, I used to and, have and, from and 10 years my ago. My wife loves it because I used to be a snorer, and now I could breathe through my nose. Right. Yeah. No more snoring. You no, know, I don't sleep with my mouth open. So it's the kind that covers the entire nose. It's nothing that goes up your nostrils, kind of. No, no. Covers no, the, it's the like, face it's like, it's like, it's like, picture your face being shoved deep in a pussy. <laughs> That's what it is. All right, I got it. <laughs> you know, Another yeah. good example of artistic yeah, But it's queefing, I think. You know, like, I don't know, like, it's... It's giving it, you it's, something. It's, it's, it's the best you. feeling in the world. I mm. love it. And, like, my... Man, this guy sells CPAP they good. Know, my wife knows as soon as I put that on, like... Lights out? It's lights out. Like, she's like, so, if we're watching a TV show... Don't put that on. Or uh, I try to sometimes get laid with it on my face. Mm-hmm. Have her ride me while I'm wearing it. And she's like just Jeez. completely turned off by that. <laughs> That's weird, dude. <laughs> Don't you pass out from it too, though? <laughs> he's, 
Uh, well, you know, like yo, I give her, I give you guys props yeah, for even it's, trying it's, that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, even, that's a like, risky maneuver to try. I, mean, I don't you know what that's called. Suffocate or something. I don't know. That's that's good. That is something see, nice. But see, the machine detects pressure, and it goes for me. Like mine's mine's connected to like a network. There's like people watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they monitor it. The hell, yeah. Yeah, that's they great. monitor it. And they wow. can tell how long I've been wearing it for. So my insurance company knows. They could tell if I'm not wearing it. They right. Try and I don't like it. that part of it. They didn't have that 10 years ago with it. Oh, no? No, nah, they didn't. There was no, no tracking. There was no tracking. Oh, it's well, like well, stupid. Now there is. I know. And, uh, but it don't matter to me because I, I you use it. Yeah. see 12 hours show up on that bitch all the time. Nice. And you're, it, it's, it's only you only have to wear four hours a day. Right. Uh, certain mouth. The there's been times yeah. when I've been locked up and I didn't have it. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I know. I, I know no. the issue. Yeah, I had it like ten years ago. I don't know. It was they were so like uncomfortable. I had a full face mask one, so I could like breathe through my mouth as well. Oh yeah. See, I didn't like that because like with the one that's over your nose, mm -hmm. if you do start to go breathe out of your mouth now. Like it pumps more pressure in through your nose. It's nose, right? So then it yeah. forces you not. It forces you to just breathe through your nose. Yeah, I, 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 I had that reroute one. you. Yeah, it takes practice. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. I started with that one. I didn't like it, the feeling of it, because I would sometimes want to breathe through my mouth. So that's when I went to the full face mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it see. And it took practice for me, like, yeah. and now, like, I, like I've had deviated septum surgery, you know, because I've tooted and booted a lot of stuff in my day, uh, <laughs> and uh, they, uh, they, uh, uh, it, it still didn't fix the problem, and it wasn't until I got that CPAP machine and became one with it. Yeah, with that artificial intelligence. Yeah, you fall asleep within five minutes. One tu once turning it on. I I I try. I see. I work hard to stay awake. Right, right. My goal is what I try to do every night when I go to bed. I listen to a meditation that's that I'm programming. I'm putting new, because you know your subconscious is most susceptible to new ideals during a theta delta wave state right you know and that's what you get when you go and when you sleep so i put that on and i try to stay awake for as long as i possibly can because if you stay awake and you could go without moving to the point you know eventually if you sit still you'll have the urge to move yeah right right but you don't move and if you could do that, you can fool you can fool your body into thinking it's asleep with your brain still awake. Yeah. Do you sleep mostly on your back or on your side? It, I, I, I mean, my sleep is my meditation, so I tend to lay on my back. And not, like all of my DNA upgrades have been come from when I lay on my back. Instead right. of my side. Right. Now, I mean? love laying on my side. I do, and I love Does the CPAP get my in the way? wife's butt, you know, like spooning her. Yeah, when you, but, when you sleep on the... When you put your pillow to the side, the thing, the CPAP gets in the yeah. way, it hits the pillow. Oh, no, it, it's... I've got, like, um... You could see, I'll show you. 
I've got a phone stand. Oh, damn. Oh. Oh, yeah, let me see it. That, see, I have this hooked up to a phone stand. Right. Oh, yeah. There it is. Wow. So he's describing what looks like um, the devil's pawn. Uh, where's the un Where's the unit itself? Oh, it does look nice, though. Let me see it. It is. It looks like a docile little thing. It froze <laughs> up. Yeah, his his Wi-Fi went ah, down. Ah, he's in the corner. He's, he's in, in the corner. He, all right, all right. He, he's in he's in the the den. He, you know what? It knows. So you can hear it right now. Oh, yeah. he's got it on. Yeah, it's quiet. That is quiet. Yeah, it is. Maybe. Maybe I should stick with CPAP oh. instead of dental appliance. Then. He wanted to add something into his, into his mouth or something. Yeah, I was going to go dental appliance route where they'd like move your jaw, make a custom thing and move your jaw forward at night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's another I got, option. Yeah, I've tried a bunch of stuff. You know, like I'm saying, like... Uh, I found out is like, especially for meditation, if I can breathe through my nose, right. I could I could achieve more zen-like states. Right. What is this meditation uh, thing you listen to? Is it an app you have, or is it some songs? It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's called Doxy Meditation. Here, I'll I'll bring it up right now. I'll let you. Let's meditate uh, with Chopper. Let, let's put a flag here. I'm, I'm Wait, gonna, how do you spell it? Hold on a second. I'm adding a flag. Meditation with Chopper Part One. Yes. So how did what's in what's it called? Doxy. Doxy, like a dog, like the dog. Right. D a d a u c h s y meditation. Now, here's the one I listen to every night. I listen to the same one. It's called Manifest Anything While You Sleep. Have you ever wondered why for some people... This is an advertisement. Hang on just one second. Yes, we will fill it with nimrosis. Well, it adds. Okay. All right. Notice any feelings of tension or stress throughout the body. As you take another long, deep breath in, and let it go. Just let go of all the stress. So it basically goes over that, and then it says for like... Where are we recording? Recording. All we must do I remove all doubt leave and replace it with faith and belief. Shut it down. You must have the right. Sorry. If I ask for it, I will receive it. This is cool, man. Thanks. Now. Yeah, I'm not just if you listen to it for 30 it tells you right at the beginning, if you listen to it for 30 days. Just magical things start happening in your life. Got to try that, man. Yeah. Yes, and I listen. Good. I mean, it, it's like what's the it's like the old thing of sleeping with the book under your pillow at night to learn the information. But this is like actually programming your subconscious. Right. And um, 
So the, the, the toughest thing, especially being bipolar and being at the bottom end of the scale is like you start to have these negative thoughts and then they start to build like a snowball. Right. You know, like an avalanche. And it's like you are quickly overrun by worry, doubt, and fear. And there's nothing you could do to get out of that. You, it's just the same scripts over and over and over playing in your head. Yep. You don't sit there and try to counteract it and argue with your brain and say, no, I'm not miserable. Because if you do that, then it's like you're feeding into the negativity even more. Right. It's almost better just to agree with what you're feeling than to sometimes fight with the way you're feeling. Facing you know what I'm saying? Go, yeah. go deep. Yeah, go very deep. Like, don't, you know, I feel the same way. Like, as you feel it, <clears throat> um, as you feel it, you know, I, I always say write it. Sometimes. Uh, that's best. Well, that is, um, that's how I met our buddy here, Chop. I'm not sure, you know, I'll introduce uh, Introductory of Psychonauts and um, how the duo came. So th this um, this union that has been formed is uh, extraterrestrial, to say the least. Um, it has been from day one. Day one. It was like, I mean, I was told he lived in a spot he didn't live. And I, but I still felt his presence where I was, if that made sense. So I didn't really understand or know what was happening, but I was introduced to Chops here. And um, I, we started making beautiful, beautiful music. And uh, my life has changed ever since the Psychonauts <coughs> has formed. Um, right. This guy, this guy is really a genius. Um, I can't really say enough about his technicality skills with uh, his rhymables, his beats, his instrumentals, just overall general driven goals mentality to knock it out of the park with every every freestyle, every rhyme, every line. It's just it comes so natural to Chopavelli, Chopzilla, the Chop Master, because he is the master, and it's a natural disaster if you don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> you just. <laughs> That's what I feel working with you and um, I posted a mixtape and it didn't have everything we did, but it added up to what over an hour's worth of material. Yeah, it was like an hour and three or four minutes. And that wasn't including the stuff that's been that's um pending, you know. Right, right, yeah. I mean yeah. You're just wicked with it and like I said from day one uh your your lyrics are a beast and you put together <coughs> words and phrases how i'd love to see it done where you got as much stuff rhyming with as much stuff rhyming and everything makes sense you know what i mean yeah every into the total picture and total scheme and it's not easy to go Second, after someone else has already started rapping, I think for the most part, I've, except for one, the first jam we did on RC505 where you went first and I added the stuff in second, 
I think for the most part, I went first. You've come in second, but you've always <coughs> filled those shoes proper. Right. And, so um, <laughs> the goal is not to let the audience down, you know. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm not gonna say it's easy to what we for what we do to the general audience to even understand how how talented you must be to even approach this. Honestly, if you to 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 sound good on a track is to let you know you got skills. Right. And it's not, I say skills over talent because it's something you work at. Like when I first started, I was awful. Right. You know, Everyone's and it took a while to figure out how to be good. Right. <clears throat> I think a lot of rhymes written. Yeah. Um, the content, the rhymes, the mentality of a rapper, of an artist, of an, of any performing arts, um, it's got to start in the brain, you know. Um, there are ath- athletes, you know, where their 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 brawn is better, you know, but yeah, uh, that's why I was we'll rap a little bit about that in our last track we did. It's not released yet. Woo, we'll talk about brawn. Yeah, so it's you know sometimes. You gotta mentally uh, entice the viewer with content that might excite them. I kind of like my rap schemes are kind of like a lost episode sometimes, where you know something good's gonna happen at the end, and at times <laughs> it does happen at the end for AOD, but sometimes the audience gets lost. But that's the beauty of it. How many times I, I don't think to a rap I don't lost? think the audience gets lost. I think. Maybe in trend. If they do get lost, it's lost in the vibe of it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't know if it's because of every chemical I've taken, but my brain just seems to run slower. But it, it maybe it hasn't because I feel like it's always been that way for, for me as a kid, like, what drew me into rap music is not really what they were saying, but just how it sounded. Right. And I think the first go around, anybody listens to something, they just listen to how it sounds. And they can't really, we could pick up the words because we wrote it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we know it. <clears throat> but it takes, especially when you're stringing together Four, four word lines, four, four word, no, I, it's not four word, four, like, um, four rhyming consonants, yeah, 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 consonants, yeah, four rhyming consonants, back to back to back to back to back to back to back, our back to, what's it called, squad, toilet, not the toilet, in house emergency. House emergency. Bathtub. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll use mine for now. If you have to. What's up? This is my son Dominic. Hey, what's up, Dominic? How you doing, bro? Good, how are you? Good, good. Getting bigger, my dad. Yeah, getting bigger. Yeah. Sure. But he is getting bigger. He's been going to the gym and working out. I, when I was I get, his age, I was probably like a hundred pounds, but I was all muscle. <laughs> yeah, 
I get, I mean, and plus, I know he's still a little boy because about a year ago, I gave him his first tattoo. And he was, he was crying the blues like, ah, ah. Here we go. I changed. Give me another one. Oh, he, he now he's ready. Time. Hey, you got to give him credit for, you know, admitting it. He's ready. You can't discredit the fact that he says, I'm mature, Dad. Right? I, I, I think he forgot about the pain. Oh, maybe. Because he said he blames the tattoo on me, like on how bad it looks, but he kept squirming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any millimeter off and you're really off. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Um, we got a tattoo artist, folks. Now he's this guy does he can do his own cover art on his on his skin, no less for his album. I drama. did, and, and I did, and my wife asked me all the time if I regret it, <clears throat> and I'm like, hell no. It's a like, chapter in your every life. Every time man. I'm every time I'm driving a car. Uh huh. I just diamond. see that diamond, you know what I'm saying? It's ready to reach right. it. Still ain't gone. I got, ain't lost. I got master. I got master shake on my hand from you know back in uh, the day. Master shake. Yeah, from Aquafine Hunger Force. Yeah. He was one of the original Psychonauts. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you trace the origins back of Psychonauts. Yeah. Um, Master Shake was one of them. I got Rick from Rick and Morty right there. He, you oh, know, yes, sir. He's a he's a certified psycho. Yeah, certified psycho now for sure. And I got psychopath tattooed on my leg, and I regret it ever since because, like, every time I like go to ask my wife to do something, she's like, "Look at your leg." She points it out to me like rubbing a dog's nose and shit, you know. <laughs> cause I just cause I tattooed psychopath on my leg. Mm. But I am a certified psychopath. We all like are. Does, does that is I think that's acceptable nowadays. What do you think? I think um there should be labels for our type of people. We're not we're mis we're, <laughs> we're misidentified, no less. We are because psychopath sounds like a killer. Yeah, we're not really harming anyone. We can. It's possible. I, the last time I the last time I was locked up was for that. Well, that's that's part of the the side effects. That's labeled as a clinical condition, so it's not to be frowned upon. No, it's not, and it's uh, you know, like um, it's proper to be a psycho, not. Yeah, it's a I, way of life. It's a it's a way I love being, of being. I, be, I love being locked up sometimes because, not last time, but uh, sometimes because you get to meet people that are like you. Yes, you know what I mean. Actually, you know what, Chop Chopavelli, we got a resident here who visited the clinic what, three four years ago. Yeah, in person, he found himself two psychonauts. Um, would you would you care to describe what your experiences in the psychonaut ward? First, I went into a volunteer. Uh, what is it? Voluntary, voluntary stay. Checking. You realized check his chakras weren't right at all. Right. Then. So uh, wait, just let me get this. When you go on to voluntary, do you have the? You get to a point where you can't get yourself out, right? 
Well, voluntary means that you're basically you can leave anytime you, you want. want. You don't yep. need to get a oh. you don't need to get a judge or a court order to let you leave. Or the, you don't have to have the doctor sign off if you just say I want to leave. No, you can leave because it's completely voluntary. Right. And they would you, recommend against it if you're seeing you're still in a psychosis state, but right. they have no right to stop you. In other but words, the moment you threaten someone's so when life, you went you stay in, in. When, were you in a manic state? Yeah, I was. I was in like a super manic state because I'm bipolar too. I uh, like I, I like I didn't sleep for days. Manic. Like my, was manic. My mind yeah. was constantly racing. Yeah. I couldn't sleep, and it, it was manic for days, basically. So yeah. do you do you are you one of the people who pretend like you don't like being manic, or do you like it as much as I do? No, because I don't experience that like that as much. I'm more of like a down. I'm more like bipolar two on the downside, like more. He's more depressed. Oh, so than manic. It's, yeah. it's it's the down manic episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm more like I don't yeah. really experience like that super manic state rushed. at all. He's never rushed. Okay, so so it's it's on the low. I trust me. I've been locked up many times for being on the low end as well. Right. You know, like suicidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that was me. Like yeah, that. I was suicidal, basically. Suicidal. Then he threatened to kill someone. So <clears throat> yeah, so, yeah, so this is on the low side. Here's, yeah. I was suicidal. <laughs> I had suicidal thoughts. I was racing. I didn't have any meds at the time. I wasn't medicated. Checked myself in. Told them what was happening. They, you know, got me in that you know psychosis ward where I started seeing the nurse and telling her my symptoms, and they were like, "Oh, you need to be on." First lithium, they tried me, and it was not good. Hey, for it was kidneys. killing his kidney. Yeah, yeah and they're like, you know, eventually that was, they got me on the right meds, Depakote and Seroquel for my my bipolar work. And uh, yeah, but okay. during that time, while I was involuntary, <laughs> I threatened to uh, kill kill a bunch of people with a gun. <laughs> so uh, yeah. they they found out about this because the person called the um Authority. called the hospital oh, yeah, called it, yeah. and they basically escorted me right over to the next it was right next, next door ward. the next ward over which was involuntary <laughs> there's no escape basically yeah no when you when you do that then it's in their hands you right know what i mean like i've never been mine hasn't been voluntary mine has always been with cops involved ah, yeah so they take me to a hospital, right, to get me checked out. And they have like five or six nurses always watching me. Like, like I'm some type of threat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm about love and stuff. You know what I mean? I preach love and this and that. But I'm just so manically high. Right. That that frequency just scares people. Right. Yeah, you know, hence why you, they called the cops. Hence. Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah. I, and I'll tell you what, uh, as a psychonaut, my advice is if you ever get the cops called on you, run. <laughs> <laughs> so they could shoot you in the back, right? I've he's running. I've, <clears throat> I remember oh, I got locked up twice last year, like around this time around Halloween. Oh man! And um, the they tried to lock me up a third time, so my dad called the cops on me. The chop father called the cops on me. Uh oh! And I was like, "Fuck this!" And I just ran. <laughs> oh my god! And you I knew went, they were I coming in the fort. I, there's a trailer park by my house. Oh yeah! And I went and I hid in in the in the forest by the trailer park. Jesus! The dark forest. And, uh, 
And guess my mom's calling me and she's like, let me come get you. Where are you at? Where are you at? I'm like, mom, I don't trust you. Like I was watching videos on YouTube where the Oracle was telling me, um, don't trust a mother type figure. Uh So I was like, and I was really big in a tarot at that time. I was like, don't stay away from me. And uh, eventually she gained my trust and she picked me up and she avoided the cops and she took me to Taco Bell. That moment, I knew if I ever had to drop a body and kill somebody and I knocked on my mom's door, she would go grab a shovel. That's what's up. Yeah, so... And I'm saying run from the cops because if they don't catch you, then they eventually give up. Yeah. Never was in that they situation. They eventually give up. Yeah, they, they, move up. On to the ne- they move on to the next person that's putting the threat of them in their face. Around these parts, I'm afraid to run from them. They, sh- they shoot to kill. Yeah, man. they shoot to kill in New Jersey now. They, they don't, shoot they to don't, kill. They don't, mess, well, they don't mess around. There was I mean, one time I went to run. But like if you if you know they're just oh, you know calling if, the cops, yeah, then you, you best get out. Run. But you there's been be times when right. my wife had already called the cops. I had flip flops on. I took them off. I ran about ten steps, and I was like, "Dude, I'm 41 years old. Like, I'm just gonna walk back to the house and lie to the cops. Like, you know, of course they didn't believe me. Yeah, but you tried running. That was great. I love. I, I, I pictured it. I was like, I pictured. I pictured the whole scene from the flip flops. Yeah, you know. And it was about five in the morning. <laughs> I've been up all night. Like, oh my god. Um, damn, dude, epic stories. Um, always epic. What's that epic AOD? Oh wait, so you met a couple verbatim. You met a couple psychonauts in there. Um. Yeah, man, like, the involuntary slide, they were kind of a little bit crazier on that side. More, like, people, they, homeless people off the streets that, you know, were doing just heroin or whatever, getting off heroin. People that were real psycho, like, in psychosis, like, they were in, like, another world. Like, you couldn't even talk to them or reason with them. You couldn't have a conversation with them or anything. They were just out there. Yeah, like, I had a... I had a, a a bunkie that was would talk to himself like he had a Bluetooth headset on talking to somebody. He would just walk and he'd carry on a conversation and he could hear the other side. I couldn't. Right. But then they moved moved him out of my room because I could never use the bathroom because he was up. Every time I go in the bathroom, he'd be sitting in there in the dark <laughs> talking to himself. Yeah, that was, I've seen a lot of that. And that, that's, that happens too, yep. The talk. And I, mean, I love it. Like, but I love the people that are on like such a high psychosis. Like I had one of those guys, he was telling me he was like the third Dalai Lama, the Budapest, the reason why the chakras were invented. And he hated white people, even though he was white. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. And, uh, but he ended up cleaning my feet with his head. Oh. You no. Know? And yeah. I was like, his name was John Brown, I believe, if I remember correctly. I said, bro, 
You're welcome to be on my team. You're you're a welcome assassin on my team, but you can't come over my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't come visit me and my family, you nutcase. You know, and he kind of he kind of understood that. It wasn't until they gave him a booty shot was there any type of normalcy out of this guy. Oh, like you know, a booty shot. I I when I get locked up in the psych ward. I try to be real crazy at the beginning. Why? As much as I can muster up. Like, <laughs> we got here. oh, by the way, by the way, last time I got, I got the second to last time I got locked up, I jocked in a vapor in my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and they make you strip naked there. So, um, because I had it in my waistband and my underwear, but they take your underwear and they give you their like weird underwear like sheet. So I had to real quickly tuck it in the side of my nuts and my legs and kind of just hold my legs together and pull them up and like walk all weird. Damn. You know, you, because you knew. Three days out of that. Yeah. And people were asking to hit it and I let them hit it. Knowing that they were hitting on my nut juice. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. Oh my god. You never hit another man's vape when where how do you think it got in? Either <laughs> through my butts or through my nuts. Yeah. You know. And um, <laughs> and so okay. yeah, the um one the um, every time I've been there, I've met people and I've hung out with them outside of being in lockup because they're like true psychonauts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's nice to meet your own kind, even though they're weird. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Super weird. Like, beyond. But they're, but they they're, feel they they're, understand. they're my own kind, I feel like. Yeah. You, know? yeah. yeah, you, you understand each other. We're... We're, yeah, you know we're yeah. we're gravitational towards the frequencies that we that we both jive to. Exactly. You know, and guess what? If uh, there's enough psychonauts grouping together, we can make an impact. <clears throat> That's what I think the AI is trying to do. Is trying to infiltrate our lives and keep us from banding together. Ultimately, yes. Which is why it's more important than ever to band together as psychonauts. To always, always. Yeah. I, th- I, mean, <clears throat> I mean, I think we're on to something epic here. Proportional, that is. Um, I think that <clears throat> what the message is very clear in regards to what we're about. And, you know... With our experiences in the universe that we call Earth. Show him that. This is... Uh, up, man. Oh, let me show him. I'm showing, showing <coughs> Chavavelli a clip. Waiting in line behind me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And... To get to become AI? What is this? They're in the same hospital bed. <coughs> I don't know, man. What are you talking about? They're in the hospital next to each other getting surgery. I don't understand what shit. he's saying, but... I don't know. He, that's I know he's on another level. It might be that. Uh, it says here <laughs> that 
What are we saying exactly to the universe about this? They both had minor shoulder surgeries at the same time. Oh, coincidentally? Two, coincidentally, two stars his in the co-star 80s? in The Expendables 2 detected an issue with his shoulder too. Further adding to the coincidence, both of the stars got their surgeries scheduled one after the other, and that too in the same hospital. Hence, so we're talking about another event of psychonauts of emerging. And it led, to, and it, yes. it led to a bromance between Arnold and Sylvester. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that um, we have like three minutes left would, on the cast. Uh, but, well, I think they would call that bromance because they want to they wanna demasculinize group gatherings of men. <laughs> yeah, I agree with this. I agree. I agree. So they call it a bromance. So guys like would tend to, well, I don't want to hang out with guys. I don't want to be on some gay shit or something like that. And it's like, that's their agenda is they don't want us banding together. At all. They want brothers to fight with brothers around here. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they had they had a little bromance, <laughs> they still you know, do. Like Sly refused to go into surgery until Arnold woke up from his, so the world would not be spared. Two action stars going under. Right. Wow. That's what That's, Sly thought. Yeah. He's like, I'm wake. I'm not wait. I'm waiting until Arnold wakes up, and then hey, I go Arnold. in. Yeah. Hey, yo, Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you do got He's him, got man. Him. He's got him, man. <laughs> I want to honor um, the public with um, Yo, <laughs> with our latest jam that has not been released yet, if, if it's okay with oh, Master yeah. Chops. So please, yeah, I'm gonna sip. I'm gonna sip this twisted tea, smoke this endo, and uh, listen to this. Yes, sir. Bump Here we it. go. It's called the Wooum. By the Psychonauts. By the Psychonauts. Chopzilla. Lay a verse, make it funny, you. AB hurts, take us on your crew. Maybe hurt, who just wanna do? Maybe hurt, what you gonna do? Blacks and subs out of the back, that's what they cheer for. Stop the fuck up about my track, that's what I'm here for. Sipping in the sea, you know, best friend of me. When I blow the stress and cheese, I'm hitting heavy heat. When I go and bless a beat, need some remedy. Please, you don't want to step to me. Hey, I am not soft. Pop the top off. Stop a cop car. I am a rock star. Like this cop mask on creep silent. Go to hammer, rob it. Blow it out your pocket. Going out to hide it. Flow beyond this harlot. I am not sorry, Charlie. Got an army. Sorry for this robbing. You're the target. Dearly departed. Lay them in a Relying on me, what's the mic song? Live MC to the mic song. It's what I bleed all night long. It's what you need in your life, bro. Relying on me, what's the mic song? Live MC into the mic song. It's what I bleed all night long. It's what you need in your life, dog. Hot sauce, spots, cost, plot, loss, not boss, lost, cause, chop, cross, my. My faults, default, assaults Amphetamine sucks to find the soul Lock the soul of my cost They puff, they applause 
to find in my mouth They fucking they jaws Take time, my mind falls Been fucking my jaws This time crops pause Expose they pawns They off they lawns I say no bonds today I'm not soft Pop your top off Stop a cop car I'm a rock star Chapavelli in the house. Welcome to another edition of Psychonauts. Um, yes, sir. AOD, what's up, brother? What's up, Chop? You know, it's a nice night <clears throat> for uh, an interesting perspective of the world from the Psychonauts. Oh, yeah. I've uh, definitely... Uh, Started with the incantation, with the with the leveling up to a higher frequency uh, to put everyone in alignment who's now listening. Basically, that is the most properest thing someone could say today. Um, if you have anything, smoke it, whatever you do, eat it, yeah, whatever. Join join the Psychonauts. Um. Pop it, chop it, lock it. <clears throat> you know, like, um, it's, you could be a Psychonaut. You don't even have to do any substance. You know what I mean? You don't. It's not it's, required. No, it's not required. It's, it's not required, but it's desired. Exactly. Uh, it's like, you know, that. That cake, you know, you shouldn't eat it, but you want it, you know, something like that. Um, right, right, yeah. And uh, I found that uh, I would I would have to say more not ninety percent of people out there have some substance of choice they like, you know, like. I don't care who it is. Everybody's got like, I feel like something going on nowadays. It's like. Some, someone has, um, a, you know, they need a crutch of some sort to have a. Yeah. I mean, my wife's straight edges can be, but I mean, she's taken Adderall before, you know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, it's kind of like the new norm, you know? And. We were the guinea pigs, though, because we started taking it a long time ago. Oh, yeah. You know, and see how that affects you long term. Oh, that is true. Um, well, remember, uh, I might have mentioned this before, Obitrol came out in like the 60s. That's the uh, precursor to Adderall. Um, and they found that people were happier, but that really didn't make them lose weight, per se, long term. So it's been around since the 60s and wasn't properly prescribed as Adderall until like the 90s, I want to say. So, yeah, we're kind of, you know, <laughs> we're, we're kind of pioneering the, the medication. Well, let, let's put it this way. I mean, Ritalin's been out since the, like, since the 80s, you know, because they thought, you know, Adderall was a little too harsh, a little too much like uh, an extended release cocaine shot, you know. So, yeah, well, you know, it kind of is. And um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, um, you know, certain people used it. Would, would I want my kids doing it? No. Like, I feel like if you could start and just like not have to take substances to get through life and do what you got to do. Right. 
great, but, you know, I discovered really young the performance enhancement drugs and had a sweet taste for it. And, uh, And not to mention, like, I've stayed up many... Many of nights, uh, you know, not sleeping, overdoing it, taking too much Adderall, howling at the moon, and then, you know, ended up hallucinating and having some... Psychosis, yeah. A little bit of extra things, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, you know, like... You know, when you're when you're younger um, and you started the... If you started the medication at, like, a younger age... You know, they, they tend to prove statistically that most people that start it therapeutically don't necessarily overdo it. Um, but everyone's their unique individual, and it is what it is, you know? Um, yeah, I believe in pushing it to the max. That's why no, you uh, say mega Nike, dose. right? Like Nike, take it to the max, right? Right, like so, so. but that's everything I I, I think I do. I I like to take it to the max, put it... Like my iPhone's a max, you know, I get you. Right, right. I'm with the Samsung, so... You got the max. I got the S22. Yeah. So, um, let's, uh, let's introduce, you know, let's introduce to the people what how we started creating like um where how music affected our lives you know that brought us to creation right you know well i remember i had my first i'll take it back second grade i got a public enemy tape for my neighbor next door my mom found it she was ticked off about it um she got rid of cable in our house because she didn't want me watching MTV. Whoa. And I'd go next door to my next door neighbor's RIP. So, and um, <clears throat> we would watch Yo! MTV raps every day over there. So it wasn't long before I started rapping myself. And, um, but, you know, I just did like karaoke tapes. All the way till I was about 18. And uh, I bought a Ford track out of the Source magazine and uh, and a sampler and started started making beats and uh, putting it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Would you would you say like um, hip hip hop or even you know rap in general influenced um, who you are today as a person? No, I think I've influenced hip hop and rap um, because you think it's symbiotic um, in any way, though. Yeah, well, um, it like many years for like the first. You know, 10 years of doing it, I felt like hip-hop didn't upset me, really. <clears throat> and then I'm like, after about I started doing it for 20 years, I was like, I don't need anyone's permission to verify me right. that I'm dope enough. Uh, 
I verify myself. Like I've been doing it for 20 years and, um, so now I'm not like really offended by like whether I'm accepted by hip hop, but I feel like I've influenced hip hop in the fact that, um, I really think bringing in, the uh, the spirituality of, of all the knowledge gained and all the, uh, everything cleared from levels of, uh, leveling up and enlightenment. Right. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so I could appreciate that statement. Um, it's similar with me, you know, like, um, I, I start, you know, I really kind of grew up not listening to rap. My brother really was into like Dre growing up. Um, what were you listening to? Uh, believe it or not, um, I started listening to Criss Cross. And that, what caught me was their flow. You know, yeah. and they, it, all, it also resonated with AOD and the fact that they were my <coughs> age, practically. I'm like, right. Somebody tried to rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. Go. Somebody tried to rhyme, but they can't. Because I'm going to make it to make it to make it to make it to back, daddy. Yeah. Yep. That one. You know, um, jump, you know, you know, they had a couple decent tracks here and there. Um, through their, they, I think they released a bunch of albums, but I stopped listening after the first two, maybe three. Um, but anyway, I started off with Criss Cross and I, I would say I like trended towards like, I liked what I, I, f I remember Bone Thugs caught my, my heart real quick with this song. Um, it's the thuggish, ruggish bone. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, that what? was the first one they dropped on MTV. I'm like, where did this come from? It was just like the energy and the flows, you know, and the mm -hmm. harmonies. It, it, that, <clears throat> it made me appreciate and it made me, br it brought out some feelings I never thought I actually had, actually. You know? Yeah, like uh, uh, I grew up loving rap, but like everyone made fun of me for it. <coughs> but when Bone came out, then everybody started liking rap. It seemed like yeah, even the people that didn't like rap started liking rap. You know, you know, I I, I attribute Bone's success to the, the song "The Crossroads" because it brought everybody together to um, recognize and uh, process death. You know, they just lost their mentor, Eric Easy E, right? You know, and, you know, the, they penned that song. That was a smash. I mean, I think it was on the charts for like, what, a year or something. And a lot of people have brought a lot of haters together, you know, and respect. And here's the thing. They started printing the words to that song incorrectly. They had for the last 20 years. But that was still a number one song. You know, like... Think about it. It's crazy, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Know, I, I, you know, there's magic. But. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like. Um, I know you. You. You are. Very in highly inspired by Bone. And I meant. Uh, but there's. Uh, there's another group out called Psychonauts. Yes. And they I'm put together some. They are uh, the, the bomb, literally. 
Right. They put together some good jams. And we I was listening to that hour-long playlist we had. Yeah. Um, and the first song, it starts off. Face it, you feeling like an alien, I'm in my own spaceship. You know, like, yeah. um, man, remember when, when, when that video first came out for that? I had people jumping out of their seats, no less, you know? Yeah. It was, it was mission critical. You know, that, that, that video didn't, didn't last, but, um, it had it impacted several lives, um, several thousand probably lives. I mean, who knows who we reached, but, um, it was like a constant, like, Hey, I'm at AOD script, play that, play that space jam. They would call it, they would call it the space jam. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see. Play Alien Spaceship. Let's see if we got it here for a, for the audience. Ah, it ain't us. We had to get rid of it. Uh, there's another. There is a song called that though. Um, it wasn't called Alien Spaceship, was it? Might have just been. Yeah. Boy. Okay. Well, well, the audience don't know that we've released a, a, what feels like a hundred songs um, in, the, in a short amount of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're real quick to get it together and put it together. No doubt. You know, like, we are, um, we're, we're grinding more than, you know, than people understand. Uh, ju just the fact, Always. you know, like, you are just a genius creatively. And, you know, you could probably uh, come up with anything, you know, instrumentally, like, instantly. And then lyrically attack it. It's a, it's fascinating, to say the least. Yeah, like you know, speaking of that, I was I was gonna do some filming, uh, uh, coming up for making some beats for this album we're gonna be coming out That's coming correct. up with. That is correct. We we are doing a documentary, um, my, a rockumentary, a whatever you want to call it. It's gonna it's being it's gonna be created, and. Uh, I look forward, I definitely look forward to creating all that and the process and, this, you know, getting it out. Yeah, I, I'm actually thinking about for this one, this album, I'm going to do it sober. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll still take <clears throat> the the ADD meds, but... Um, I think I'm going to hang up smoking trees and uh, put down the shrooms. I was talking to my wife. She's like, you are doing way too many mushrooms. Yeah. And I was like, I am. And she's like, you know, you couldn't, you could have just saved it like for a special event and I kind of told her, like, because I am a Sigma male. I wouldn't say I'm an alpha male because I don't really try to push up out there like that. I like to stay to myself for the most part. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, as a Sigma male, I still am very in control of. And I told her every day is a reason to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like. It gives me a reason to take the drugs that I take because, one, I'm not causing no harm to anybody. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Two, I can hang it up anytime I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was like a little thrown off. I'm like, dude, because a guy had an ounce to sell for 150. He was going to sell me an ounce for 150. I told her, I'm like, dude, can I pick up this ounce? She's like, Hang on a second. Let's see this one. Okay. Got a call through. Yo. Yo. You're live on the podcast. What? Yes. What, what podcast? It's uh, it's the Psychonauts. Yes, sir. The Psycho. Man, hold up, man. I wasn't ready for this, dude. What? What are we going to talk about to make this shit live? Well, right now, I was just talking about my mushroom habit I've had lately. Oh, lucky for you, I have some mushroom stories. So let's, yeah, let's let's do that. All right, well, so this story has gone on the point where I had this guy, I just asked my wife, uh, I bought a quarter for $80 of mushrooms and I just like I was supposed to, I, I took some of my boys that I bought for him and ate them. So I was like, I'll give you an eighth back. And I ended up eating the whole quarter in like five days. And my wife today was like, you know, you need because and then I told her, I'm like, I want to pick up an ounce for 150. And right now I'm on disability. I'm not working. I've been off work for five months. And uh, cause I got locked up and, um, they, uh, she's like, you can't be spending $150 on a, I'm like, it's an ounce of mushroom, babe. That's pretty good. She's like, you'll have to at least be able to have some people willing to buy into it. I'm like, people want to buy mushrooms all the time. All the time. All the time. That shit doesn't come, that shit doesn't come around enough ever. No. And by the way, right now, I'd like to introduce everybody to this badass motherfucker I know. B.A.D., Black Anime. Uh, yo. Hey, what's up? What's good? Welcome to the and this podcast. Is your, you're on this podcast with my boy A.O.D. What's good, A.O.D.? What's good? He's a, he's a rapper. He's a rapper as well. Oh, this is perfect then. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we formed a group called the Psychonauts, and we we actually were talking about it. We posted um, a YouTube video on my new YouTube channel, Chapavelli Dom Caluminati, where it was we had an hour's worth of material, and we've only known each other for what, like four or five months, right? Damn, that's what's up. The, the, the chemistry yeah. is yeah. there. And let me properly introduce Black Anime, dude. He was one of the first people who discovered me on BandLab. Whoa. That was yep. in the big in circle of what was popping. Mm-hmm. So he was like, one. He he's the type of dude that reaches out and he looks for new artists. And then if they're dope and slamming, he reaches out to them, collabs with them and builds a uh, he's got a massive following. People, he's amazing. He's done amazing work. He's got a massive following of people, and he's just such a humble, cool guy. He works with, I'd say, probably at least a good fifty percent of the fans he has on his on his page. 
He's been in, he's been in, he's been in groups. Um, we were actually on a, a, a band, uh, label together called reckless records that had heavy hitter, you know, uh, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people. I won't discuss some of their names cause, um, it's still, it's, it's, it's not a wound. It's not a wound that ever healed correctly for me. Right. DB. I still talk to DB once in a while. DB? Uh, yeah. Dildo Baggins. What? Yeah. Yeah. How's he been? He's good, bro. He, uh, he's working a lot and I caught him. I got him on like four or five cuts in this, this year. Uh, and, uh, I was just so happy and blessed to, you know, be working with Reckless Finest. It was a good record label. We, uh, and uh, it was led by BAD. And um, he's actually been on the other podcast for uh, the Illuminated North, the one for, for, for my channel. Yeah. 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 And um, so tell us, tell us one of your shroom stories, bro. I gotta, I gotta absolutely hear one. And you know, uh, how much was it? How much did you take? What transpired? Oh shit! Well, if I gotta reach in right away, the big one, one of the big ones, was probably when I was at work on shrooms. So I only, I didn't take a whole lot. It was two grams, but they were long caps and. Okay, long yeah, caps yeah. Can be pretty potent. Like like so, there could there a, a long cap could be two grams in and of itself, if yeah. not more. Yeah. So they were so, they were big ones? Yeah, they were tall. Okay. And, and I wasn't trying to take them at work, by the way. I there was nothing in my mind where oh, I can't wait to take shrooms at work. And who does that? Unless your job is just that cool. I just took eight. I was I was telling. I took eight grams uh, at work before a Saturday. So, well, go what? ahead. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, <laughs> keep in mind, I was young, bro. This is when I was like, I wasn't even old enough to drink yet. So, like, so how? So, when like, when you're younger, shrooms just hits you differently too. Oh, definitely. Because you're when you're young, you haven't like you haven't really experienced enough. So you're like. You can, when you yeah. take something like a psychedelic, your mind is ex- just open to this all these possibilities and shit you just don't think about. Like it's hard to explain, but you know what I mean. It's just like yeah, well, the, your the brain way- hasn't fully developed, and you haven't really like experienced enough. So taking psychedelics just kind of like you're you're going too fast, and you shouldn't. Like I kind of wish I'd waited to take psychedelics, but. Would you agree it's just as much as emotional as it is a hallucinogenic high? You know what yeah. I mean? Like I felt I like do. it depends. It depends on the amount you take, man. Because shroom for, with shrooms, I didn't get a lot of visual, too much visuals. I mean, and I've done LSD, and that's way more visual. So maybe that's why. Well, LSDs is sweet, man. The trails you see on that, bro. Oh man. Oh. Oh man, you're t- were you talking like gel tabs or paper? Uh, both. Well, both. I've done paper. That's what I was hoping you'd say. Both. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah. But, well, before we go into that, let me tell you the shroom story. 
so like bro i'm so young i'm talking about i still live with my mom so at the time i had a really good job i worked at whole foods and this was back in the day before everybody knew about whole fucking foods you know like yeah it's on the top and now i see it on youtube shorts and everything man it's big Mm-hmm. so i was still in high school bro you know what i'm saying i just like I was at Taco Bell before that. They were paying me seven fifty, and over here, Whole Foods is like, "We'll pay you ten an hour." So yeah, of course I'm going to quit and go to them. Yeah, yeah, that's good money so, at that time at high school. Yeah, this is like 2010 or 11. So I do that, and then I had just started with them, but I had these shrooms, and I thought I was off, so I took them, and then I looked at my schedule again. And this is back when you still got paper schedules. And uh, I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be working like an hour, which yeah. is when I'm going to be teaching. You know what I'm saying? So I was mm -hmm. like, but I couldn't call out because I had already called out once that week. And I had just gotten started, so I couldn't, I didn't want to call out again. Were you, were you tripping just on that? A little bit. Boy, you said just on shrooms? Like just on like on on the fact that you had to go into work, did that kind of like heighten things? A little bit, because you know I had never been to work on shrooms. First of all, so I was like, I was like, this can lean really good, or it can lean to the other side and be really bad. Right. I wasn't sure. Right. So, and bro, when these hit, they hit. I'm talking about when I went downstairs. To go into my mom going to work, the whole resolution went from like yellow to red when I put on my shades, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And <laughs> and you know, like when you take shrooms, people could tell. Like at least I feel like people could tell when I'm tripping too, because Absolutely. my pupils like dilate super big. Mm-hmm. You know, so that? fucked. Yeah, yeah. And that, and that's why I put on my shades. But when I did, I had to act normal and act like the whole color resolution didn't change. And I was like, okay, Brandon, just don't react to that. <laughs> right, so, right. And then when I get in the car, is when things go even more like just fuck. I'm I'm so fuck. I'm out of there. And I drove like a 2003 Volvo at the time, so I got in that bitch. When I started driving, bro, I just felt like I was one with the car. Every turn I made and every like time I hit the brakes or whatever, it just didn't feel like I was touching anything. I felt like I was you, the car and were, I had to get over that. You were able to feel the presence extending past your body. Yes. Like you it formed was, a symbiotic relationship with the car. Exactly. Yes. But you have to tell yourself like, hey, pay attention. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to fuck this up. <laughs> just make sure, you know. And I did. It was only 15 yeah. minutes and the whole way. No one would, that was driving the wrong side would have been like, oh, this dude's fucked up. Like, I drove perfect the yeah. whole way there. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's trippy. You know, mm -hmm. like, um, I was just driving, like, I was just telling my, my old man, the chop father, I was like, you know, I'd rather drive to my son's basketball game instead of you, you know, because he's getting older and, like, I just feel like he's a scarier person to drive with but that day he's like all right you drive so i was driving him and i had just taken a bunch of shrooms Oof. and uh the shit started turning into van gogh like painting oh. 
and uh and i i just i just wrote it i've got i got so used to um to hallucinating in front of other people that i don't even draw attention to it like you know what i mean that's like a whole level of like discomfort that you can avoid right away you know what I mean? Because right. I feel like when you compare that to the first time you tripped in front of people, you were probably a little more paranoid, and you, you know, like, and that affects your trip, and you kind of just like, shit. I hope nobody knows that no, I'm just fucked I, up. You know what I, I mean? My trip kicked in later than everyone else's, so by the time everyone started coming down, I was like at my peak. They dropped me <laughs> off at my house. This was in high school. I grabbed the basketball. I walked in the house. I threw it at the TV. I'm like, this is my world. My mom is like, what is going on? I'm like, I took a bunch of shrooms. I'm calling, I'm calling my girl Gina. I'm going to fuck her right now. And, and I'll, I'll never forget that because she caught me tripping many times. Like off mescaline. Oh my oh. gosh, bro. Oh. I was uh, I was pumping gas at the gas like I, I was pumping gas at the gas station and I saw myself pumping gas at another pump. And and I and I drove to my girlfriend's house at the time and I'm like, Gina, you gotta help us pump gas. And and all of a sudden, here comes all my other friends tripping on mescaline in another car driving down the street. She knows we're tripping. You could just see it on her face. Like, her head's, like, morphing into an eggplant as I'm talking to her. Like, I couldn't keep, you know. But it, it wasn't until I got older and started tripping where I could actually handle the high. Right. I agree completely. You know, like Shit, I, I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even tell you. The only, there was only one person who knew I was fucked up. You know who that was? Who's that? And out of the hundreds of people, because you gotta think, this was a big ass Whole Foods. I literally interrupted. Get him, JPJ. So, Psychonauts have a lot to say. Welcome to the Psychonaut Show. Um, absolutely, absolutely. We have our buddy Chopavelli, Chopzilla, hey. the Chop Father, <laughs> Chopalicious, if, you know, Deep. <laughs> we got verbatim over here. Yo, yo, yo. We got JPJ in the room. Yes, sir. Um, JPJ just recorded a hit single called Our Games, yet to be released. Um, we're living in the Psychonaut universe. Um, I would like Chapavelli to to, to uh, anoint the public with a greeting. The greeting is be kind to one another and enjoy each other's experiences along the way. For tomorrow is not promised today. 
Absolutely. My favorite saying, memento mori. That's that is the only thing that's guaranteed in life. <laughs> so that is the current theme with the Psychonauts, where we're not even sure if we're alive or dead half the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, that we don't know. We do. We never know for certain until we check a pulse. And the pulse is usually that of verbatim as the reference. <laughs> <laughs> and verbatim is a reference person. Um, He's a rapid boy. <laughs> <laughs> so today is one day post post AOD's birthday. Yay! Happy birthday, AOD. How old are you now? 70? I'm 14 times 2 minus 3 plus 20. I don't know. To the max. That could be really close. I was trying to add it up in my head. That could be close. I know, probably. Tell us your real time age. Age is of a value that only the gods Chronological age first. My chronic... I'm basically an infant that is, you know, gestatally became an adult through the womb. Yeah. You're leveling up. I'm exactly. I'm like, I'm. I was a level zero. Now I'm a level like one hundred. So that an age Bro. doesn't equate to a number. I level up in eleven days. That's yeah. He levels up in eleven days, and he's gonna be a proper. My JPJ's birthday. He's a Halloween thug. They call him that. Oh yeah. Hello. Yeah. He was born on Halloween. The day. The day what? Grandpa was buried. Ninety what? Seven? 95. 95. 95? Yeah, got it tatted on my chest. Oh, wow. Look at you. You're getting old, man. Yeah. His middle name is after my grandfather, my dad's dad, Robert. Robert. So, Robert. Yeah, I know. I don't know. They called him Bra- They called him Braji in Italian, but... Uh, oh, that's better. You gave, like, a Robert, like a well, French Well, translate name. to Ro- Ro- Robert. Could Where? you imagine if I had a Robert? Last name, it was John Braji Borghese. That would have been Italian as fuck. They'd be like, You're a mobster. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, don't Google him. Don't go near him. Don't Google him. So, <laughs> Google him. <laughs> yeah. Copy the fuck he up. He shows up in too many searches, man. So, what, um, that was a beautiful uh, sentence to the public, by the way, Chapavelli, about becoming oh, yeah. nice and um, all that. Um, yeah. I think that's the yeah, thing for the some, sometimes you know we lose we lose sight of that. You know? Yeah, it could be it becomes uh, could become a fine line of blurry where like you know you might need to run your windshield wipers across it to make sure it's clear. Yeah, yeah. In any in any way possible, even if you know you have to kill people for peace. For peace, war. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. That was a <laughs> show I was watching on HBO. Oh, he kills people for peace. Oh, what's well? Interesting. That's that sounds like uh, <laughs> it sounds like it's a double edged sword. It sounds pretty poetic, if you ask me. Yeah. Just like we do on the mic, sometimes we have to kill people for peace. Yeah, the block is hot. <clears throat> right. <laughs> um. So, how how do you feel the momentum is going for the that one track we just released, Woo-Wum? I think it's going good. You know, like um, it's got some great verses and 
the subject matter is on point and looking forward to our next project coming out. Yes, sir. Like I, our games. Yeah, our games. Um, Soon to be released, I suspect. Uh, what I would say is uh, look out for that one. I mean, that's going to be a sleeper. Watch out for that one. They didn't uh, see that one coming. No, that's our games. Not O-U-R. It's R. Like, as Toys R Us. <laughs> I also think... Yeah, Toys R Us. <laughs> I also think both of you, like, Chop, like, like, you can tell how much more time you're putting into, like, your shit. And, like... From like your stuff in the beginning, like when I, when my uncle first showed you, was like it was good, but like now it's just like you're kind of like evolving the whole like you can just tell that you're really fucking working on it, you know. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. And even like I told my uncle before, like fucking like you have you have such a great fucking voice for shit too. Um, you kind of have like I I don't know if you ever heard of Action Bronson. He's like one of the rapper I really like. You have like, yeah. you sound like close to him and it's like your own flow and I, I, I fucking like it. And then also my uncle, <clears throat> he's like completely changed the way that he raps and it's like everybody likes it. Um, and even me, like if I put a little more time in the shit, like I know it would be better, but I've even noticed like listening to older stuff of myself, I'm like, holy shit, I sound completely different. And also like my writing is better, even though I write about different shit, but it's kind of like, you know, you, whatever you listen to is kind of, you kind of take that style. So I've kind of made my own. Style. Right. Yeah. I like the flow. You're like, you know, it was, who taught you that? Dope how you put it together. And I actually heard some of verbatim stuff too. That was pretty dope too. We got to get him on the track. Yeah. Remember you were like, remember that there was, I don't know, there was a lot of speed in it. It was very, that also very has a really good voice. Like you have a good talking voice and everything. Like, yeah, like yeah. you have a voice for it. If you just could put like, put it together, it would sound so much better, you know, really? like more, more confidence. I've always liked the way your voice sounds like on like recordings. Yeah. I told wow. uncle that Thank you, you, have, you have like that voice that like, it like, it's just like nice and it's crisp, you know? Yeah. So if you give, if you really put something together, really, this is great. You know, I've never received such high praise. I told him this like years ago, cause you like you would you would uh you would try and rap some shit that like he wrote and you yeah. couldn't do it, but yeah. your voice was there. Like you have that. They're, like I don't know, certain voices just like really like catch my ear. Yeah, uh, like, like Tupac. Yeah, like it just <laughs> it just like sounds nice, and your voice like you could fucking narrate a TV show. You know See? what I'm saying? Like, Holy like with your shit, voice, yeah, really, yeah, hundred percent. That is high praise. I don't think anybody's really praised my voice in that regard. Not even you. After all these years of suffering. <laughs> he calls it suffering. I call it mentoring. You, you, you tell me the difference. Yes. <laughs> Christ <laughs> suffering. Look what that did. Yep. Um, now, that one jam I did play verbatim with, that was pretty dope. It was it had some speed on it. I don't even remember which one. Which I'm like, one was that? I don't even remember. I think you played it tonight. Well, put it this way. We have, like, me and verbatim did maybe, like, three or 400 tracks um, over, right. over the years, over a decade, let's say. That's, I mean, that's, that's like, still not a lot compared to how many Chapavelli and AOD did in a few months. Right. But... <laughs> I think Charles, yeah. I don't know if you ever should chop you a little bit crazy there, but <clears throat> try and slow it down and just get some bomb ass tracks going out there. Yeah, um I want you to continue the um because when that art games when you start off, 
like like you, it's like an opening but fucking i wanted you to keep going with it <laughs> like, well, i love that like i appreciate it yeah i let him I'll put I the let next him track i'll put a, i'll put a little bit more into it but i didn't know how how long it was gonna go so no it was perfect length for the song but i feel like you could you could keep going with that too on there like i don't know just the way you flow with the beat and the way you sound and like what you're saying i was fucking with it hard oh i appreciate that man let's give them a little a little a little excerpt from our games from chop since it's been unreleased we'll give them a little dose sure here's chop Coming in for you. He's ready to take it home with our game. Hot cross buns, yeah, bitch, I had to wax the ace. Show up to your party hot, and I'm late. Chopper, not the one that you want to aggravate. And please believe this is something out of fabricate. Got locked away, but bitch, please know I had to skate. And every day is Warren G with the regulate. Semi-auto tucked in my jeans, that's some extra weight. All the haters like G. Better ways, sunny stays, budding haze, stunning ways in front of days, cutting blades, Buddha gates, summer ways, often gauge from the glaze, older graves, fruit relays, free from cage, free from cage, disengage, put some weight. Sumi bays, whiskey trains, give it to a mayo day. Without the suffer, so that's a little preview of our games. And yes, that was a knockout. Absolutely. I would love to rap something that he wrote. That like wrote. you hear that, Chop? JPJ, JPJ, uh, veteran on the roster, said he want he wanted to, he wants to rap something that you've written. I said I would love to. Would love to. It would be an honor to him. Meanwhile, I've handwritten th- thousands of songs. Then he dismissed them all. That's Ooh, very man. high props. Consider it done. <laughs> I, I'm putting a flag on the podcast. So we're adding the flag at 1150. Wait. We added a yeah. Chopavelli is going to gift JPJ a verse. And What's JPJ that? has to do the verse properly on a, on a song with all of us. Oh, 100%. Great. Yeah, that's no problem. I'll write, I'll write verbatim's verse, and you can handle JPJ's verse, and we'll all go deep. Really? Sounds like a plan, man. That's uh, that will be that's an a, awesome discussion. Who's writing the third verse? Well, Chapavelli has to write two verses. I got to write two verses. Oh, one for yourselves and one for the assigned yes. party. Correct. It's yeah, that'd be fun. It'll be dope. And, you know, Chops seeing me just writing in my spare time level rights, you know, like. Right. That like, makes me jealous, man. You just can write so easily and so fast. And it's amazing. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the sentiments. I, uh, you know, it's like some people take their gifts for granted. I really don't. I, I, I appreciate it. You know, like. It's kind of like watching you draw that Tupac painting, which you did a phenomenal job, brother. On, um, let me—I might be able to pull it up. I think I think it's in Band Labs, and it's also in a text message. But this guy drew this freehand. Chapavelli yeah. is an artist, which I was just about to say is just as hard to craft a nice picture 
as it is to just have words appear properly in an orderly fashion, you know. And I, I have yeah, to, I it's, have it's, it's different, different techniques to use different brain muscles. He drew, oh, that. He drew that. So I have I'd to have say him. though, he makes it very similar to drawing art. You drew that from scratch. You know, dude? Uh, you don't know originally initially what you got to start with, but you sample just like with art. It's um, amazing. Now, how did you, know, you draw you just, that picture? Was that like canvas or what is that? What kind of picture? That is that? that was on a program card, Artflow. I actually had a I. Stylist? And I drew it on my phone. Whoa, he drew it on his phone, no less. Damn. That is proud, yeah. brother. Wow. Yeah. Wow, phone, no less. Jesus. So, definitely have to send you out a, a picture. Yeah, yeah that, that... A canvas. That canvas. You know, if you, find, if you find a copy on eBay of Tupac's signature, I mean, I guarantee you throw that on there and send it out. Someone's bidding going it. Wait, I just I just committed fraud on on air. Well, we'll take that back. You know what I mean. I don't know what the hell oh, you just yeah. said, but I just said I that heard the Chapavelli signs that it's worth a lot of money too. That that's worth even more money, no less. Put that right right at, right at the bottom. Yeah, I get it. No, but he he this guy he could draw, he could write. Hell, he even could produce, I mean, on top of music, videos. He's a legend in the making, this guy. Oh, uh, yeah, your videos are sick, and I love, like, the cartoons. I think it was, like, regular Chore The regular choreography show. is off the charts. Yeah, like, regular show reference yeah. and one of them or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was fun. That was fun to figure out how to put cartoon, cartoon characters of us on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I almost went real deep and got, like, an, an adobe suite of some sort because i wanted to go you know make my yeah. things a little more polished it almost got me for a 30 dollars subscription fee i'm like wait a minute back up a level so yeah that's that's kind of hard to do on that the way i did it was pretty easy i just had a um a phone with uh it was a get the galaxy s22 and uh, you could take emojis of yourself, like cartoon emojis, and just move. I would just move my lips, and then I would just pair it up with uh, the verses, and it looked like they were actually really singing it. Yeah, I mean, that in itself is a talent. People don't realize, like, just even to get that to match, yeah. people can't even figure out. There's the alarm. Uh -oh. Time to smoke one up. <laughs> no, that's, that's a smart a smoke alarm going off in the house. Oh, wow. Oh, well, as long as it's legit and not, pro I mean, as long as it's not proper, we're good. No, yeah. Yeah. It's the battery's good. Okay, good. It's always good news. I have, this, I, have, I have this song here. It's called Outer Space Take Two. I wonder what will we what's in it. Let me let me see. I mean, let's hear it. It's called Outer Space. There's, um, there must have been multiple versions. This is Take Two. Let's see what we got. Disgusting. 
Nine seats, take eight here. Now we're later here. How many bits wait here? Homie, don't play here. Original division, the right decision from what's I'm giving the papers are written and flowing like driven. We've got some and spitting. Slow up, my eye life is written. Wait, hold up, my eye life. Living, fitting, giving, and freshening. Radio, don't think this condition is with trans, transmitting. So, fitness into the rhythm. Kitchen, tensiles, and then them passing a bitch, man. Sorry, your blues pointed to hand in Definitely needed polish, but what the hell was that? Oh, <laughs> no. It was like, it was like I, I was like hopped up on a bunch of things. Not unusual, but I was, I was pissed off about something it sounded like. Sounded good on my end, man. I mean, over here, it sounded proper too. Um, I have so, so many randos in my library. It's like, I don't even know. Yo, that one song we did though, um, Obsessed. That that still is in my favorite top. By looking yeah, that was with me, you, and uh, Reese. Yeah, Re oh man, that was a beautiful song. Beautiful. I mean, the, what the audience has to understand is that we we've put out more than proper enough songs, as the Psychonauts, as um, AOD, Independent, Chop Independent. Get the verbatim, the JPJ. We've all put work. We've all put work in. Right. You know. Yeah, and it's. I mean, it's paying off. Oh, for sure. Like I, I taught. Um, I, I was just reteaching Johnny JPJ how to. Uh, when he did his verse on our games, I had to reteach him the methods. And he, he was digging it. He's like, I love it. Cause I mean, AOD yeah. was like a shotgun blast sometimes, like boom, like blast you in the face real quick, like like a Tyson. Damn. Yeah, sometimes that's just all you need is just a little bit uh crash course. Even if I stop recording for a couple weeks, like it takes me a minute to get back into it too, you know. Yeah, it's not so much like because. <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've presented my, there was a challenge earlier in the evening that I had going. I said, if anyone could replicate Woolum, AOD's verse, I'll give you money, $200 or something. I don't know. I throw up, a, throw up my, I throw up a Benz. They both got a crack at it. Um, with a little more practice, they'll be there, but you know, it's just like yeah. finding the rhythm and you know, where, where you're feeling it. A lot, a lot of times, to me, it's just writing shit that rhymes. Right. And the more, the more words you could string together that rhyme, the better it's just going to sound, even without having to put a voice on it. Right. You could meld it to just about right. any any proper it's structure. Just, it's not. You know, like. The okay, more you're okay. right. The more words you string together, the more you could break it up and then make it work with a lot of different types of instrumentals. Exactly. Exactly. And it won't be in a full re rewrite required for it to sound proper. So, no. so that's what hmm. you know. That is a that is actually a poetical thing to say to the audience, and a nice and enlightening moment for them. String as many yeah. rhymables together, according to Chapavelli and AOD agrees. And you will make magic happen all the time. Magical. magical. Yeah, magical. Magical. Sumi bays, whiskey trains, whisk away, remember lay. Like, 
you got to go real deep, like give it to them, make, make them feel it a little bit. Yeah. It's like uh rhyming patterns. Sometimes you rhyme just the words back to back and sometimes you rhyme the lines, but, but you got to rhyme something and it's got to be proper. Yeah. yeah. That's the one genre of music where it's always like a competition. Yeah, it's like, like rap. Yeah, who who can say the most dopest rhymable things that make a lot of sense and blow people's minds? Most of my shit. Exactly. Clever and be witty and I I've actually went to like hour long discussions with my two guys here, JPJ and Verbatim. My two guys. <laughs> well, I mean, we're all guys, but you know, let's we'll, well, yeah, what you might, yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, you know, like I so, it. I went through verses I've done where like it sounds really well, but what do you mean? And you know, I break it down for them, and they're like, "You're not, you're not from this planet. You're not even, you're not supposed to be alive this time of you, of, of, of the vicinity of things of happening." Right? They're saying I'm right. right. He takes it to different universes for sure. Well, I mean, if you think about it, most artists nowadays, none of their none of their stuff really has meaning. That well, the stuff that the stuff that blows them up doesn't have meaning. Like if you take it, uh, growing up, like I listened to like Childish Gambino. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, Absolutely. He uh, he he like he started off by he would just write like shit that college kids listen to, like high school kids listen to. That just like it was like hype up music kind of like he would just like rap hard and fucking curse a lot. And then once, yeah. he, once he got famous and had a following is when he really started writing like intricate stuff that like had meaning because now when you already have your following, people are going to listen to what you really want to say. You put out. Yeah. So at first you kind of like have to melt. Like I was showing you that Mo Bamba song. Yeah. Like I got ho like that song, like literally like it makes no fucking sense. It's so dumb, but it sounds good. And it's something to listen to before. Like I'll listen to it for a hockey game. It gets me hype. But then now when you have that following, you can kind of put out whatever you want. I mean, look at Kanye. Kanye puts out this crazy shit now, and he's fucking still, like, when he puts out something, it's still top of the charts because people are going to listen to it, you know? It's like, like a cult. Yeah, yeah you, you get a following, and then no matter what, if you have, like, dedicated people. So you kind of, like, at first, it's kind of, you just got to kind of put out bangers that, like, people just, like, want to listen to whether it has meaning or not, you know? Right. I, I agree with that. I've always told AOD, I said, to me, it's not about really, I mean, what you're saying is important, but if I don't like how it sounds, I exactly. won't listen to it enough to know what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. You no, know, so at first it's just, day, it's, it's about what sounds good. Yeah. yeah like, day, nobody, uh, nobody gives a fuck what was the Shaq West did that? Uh, Moamba? Yeah, Shaq West, Moamba, like, that song makes no yeah. sense at all. He's just fucking... Like I got hoes, like 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 calling, like shit, like that. Like it just gets you hype, and the beat is good as fuck, which is also a plus. So you have a good right. beat, and you have somebody who just like it. Just he's got good rhythm, and it makes no sense. But at the end of the day, he's millions and millions and millions of streams, you know. And it's played at, like it's played at arenas before games and shit. So, so um, I you know I agree. I mean, you gotta get a proper like that. You know um. Think of the top albums there that you know you could listen to them without the words. They're so intricately done, put together. Uh, but most of the people that are, are are listening or that are gonna be listening to your shit, like aren't gonna be diving <laughs> as deep as you do because you're somebody who's very interested in music and gives a fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, that you're the one percent of the population of listeners that actually 
like goes word for word and like tries to break down what they're saying and what you I mean what you're saying well you know? it's not hard for me to do that as I naturally am gifted to figure that out on my own like I said because you're the one percent of people that are that are listening to it the other the other 99 percent of people just want something that sounds good and they can blast loud as fuck in their car you know what am I as far as the percent I mean I I'd even say it's not as the people want to listen to what sounds good they want to listen to what everyone else is listening to that also yes there's a lot of you know like so it's all about promotion yeah exactly everybody can make good music Mm -hmm. it's how how do you get it promoted Mm -hmm. who's the plug that's you know how like and and it goes deeper like then why do you think all these rappers wear jewelry because it's just so much about the image as it is about the music. Yeah. They want to front like they're rich. Yeah. You know, some people, if most of these artists, as soon as they get money, they go out and buy a chain. Yeah. And the next thing they do is they get shot. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Which is what happened a lot lately. Too much so. Yeah. So, yeah. I, s- <laughs> I said it once on a bed. You don't see me with no jewelry on them. You know, like, uh, yeah, what song was that? I remember that. It was, uh, I can't remember the name. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we get our message across. That's for sure. Yeah. I just think, I just think what would be best is to focus on like making like one banger to get people like really listening. And then you kind of take it from there, you know? So like, uh, like, yeah, I agree fuck, with that. Fuck, your, fuck like your roots. But it, but it all, but it all starts with the proper beat. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. So. And you, I mean, and, we just got to get that formula down packed. Yeah, and you're 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 three quarters of the way there. Like your shit's, I'm loving it. Um. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm like, well, it'll get it'll get better too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just focusing on that, and then like, like when you're writing like you like my uncle aod does very he's very poetic like his shit is like fucking poems like he could he go to a, like a poetry convention fucking or whatever you call it, slam poetry oh for sure yeah like it's good like like this shit's just so good but like i feel like if you just like broke it down and simplified it for people who because most people that are listening are simple people you know Damn. it's it's simple people so if you make something more simple they're gonna like it's just like anybody everybody's lazy nobody most like, people listening are simpletons like. exactly or late too lazy to yeah i mean our, especially us like yeah. our my my whole generation and the people younger than me they're simple people they want like they want something that's like they want caveman rap yeah yeah get the get the, get the baton you, you know, I, I get it, it, it Man, you know you're, uh, you're jay, like. jay has a point there they just want simple stuff wife says that all the time she's been telling me that the whole time i was rapping it's just like i don't really understand what people saying I just like how it sounds. I mean, like you're like the in the beginning of our games, like the way you did that, like that's like simple. It was hard as fuck. Like I loved it. Like 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 and me personally, I mean, like, I'm the prime example. I'm younger. Like it was just a, a fucking good beat. You said some like simple shit that fucking sounded good as fuck, and uh, it's easy to rap along to. You know, like it just everything just right. worked together. You know. So I feel like that's the one thing, like when you when you're trying to start out and get like known, it's just 
basics, 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 basics. Well, and then well, once what, you get that shit done, then is when you can really start diving into your shit and like. Let me tell you. Let me it. let me enlighten the people in, in at my residence that Chapavelli is not only we released several CDs, fully created and crafted and mastered. He's been in this game longer than you've been alive. So, <laughs> Chapavelli. I believe I believe that might be true. <laughs> No, it's right. I mean, listen, Chapavelli, this is not his first rodeo. He he is very experienced Zen master Chop. And you know, he he knows where the what positions he's got to create for the for the team. And he's going to not only not only would he succeed at throwing a Hail Mary, but he's got the whole playbook memorized. So, I I haven't I haven't even been saving beats. Exactly. Because I'm only looking to get that one. He's looking for that one gem, the the, the hidden glory. Yeah. And <laughs> and guess what? Guess what? It'll happen. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like there, I mean, I've been, I've been on the phone with Chapa Belly several times, where he just, you know, we were. I was just listening in on him creating a beat, and I'm like, yo, that's friggin', that's dope. That's my John, a Philly slang. John, that's my thing. That's legit. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, nah, it doesn't have that, oomph, that, that extra something, and he deletes it. And I'm like, well, if you have to delete it, go ahead, but that is a beautifully crafted something. You know, might have been missing a little bit of sugar or salt, but the, right, the, the, right. it was ready. It was it was deep. Well, I, I still get, you still got to take me up on that offer to teach you how to use logic, bro. Oh yes, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm that you know we're gonna get that hop. I mean, I'm ready, basically. Oh, yeah. No, I am. No, but here, here's what I want to do is I want to download all of the add-ons and packs first, which I'm going to do. You know, yeah. Because you, I mean, there's, I mean, when you put Logic in the first time, it's maybe like 15 gigabytes. And then it's like, oh, and you want to do this, 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 it. Next thing you know, you're at 150 gigs later. Like, where, what is going on? But right. it's patching all kinds of instruments, like... The ones you've never even heard of that existed. I mean, they're just digital versions of them. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm excited to see what what that leads to because when you get psychonauts intertwined, it's divine. Yeah, what what's nice is you don't have to know how to play instrument make a good beat nowadays. You could just draw in the notes. <laughs> yeah. You can copy and paste the keys, actually, right? So, <clears throat> yeah, that's going to be... Um, so, the, ne the next time I think we're going to meet together will be... Uh, pro probably, we're going to lay down... A, we're going to lay down a, a test run track of something that may not be polished or a gem, but I think, you know, will be a nice little a sprint of some sort. We're gonna get the J yeah, we're gonna get the know. JPJ verse from Chapa Valley to gift. Chapa Valley himself, the Grandmaster Chop, and then just uh, divert it with AOD and verbatim. 
And, you know, who knows what could happen? Yeah, I'm excited for that. Oh, I know. I'm excited, excited too. In fact, uh, your blood in my veins. I'm working on the beat Sunday. Okay. Got some stuff going on tomorrow and Saturday. My two youngest boys are playing at the U of M. So I probably won't get to it till Sunday, but Sunday I plan on working out of Bangor. Ooh. Well, what I, well, here's the thing. He's all, so here's the thing about Sunday. Um, I wouldn't throw anything out. That might be something the group could use. <laughs> no, yeah. I, you know, like. I'll definitely get something together by then. I've just been putting together what I'm going to do. And. Um, yeah. Just got to go in there. And <laughs> yeah. Make something hot. Make it hot. Get some 808s pumping. Make it boom. Yo, do we we release boom yet? I'm not sure. No, we haven't. That was another that's another one in the in the in the in the in the area of for right now in this what I call the stable in the stable area. You got a stable yeah. now? We got a stable of songs, not horses, songs that are ready to be released. I would say that would be an equivalent, yeah. I mean, because there's some there's some Mustangs up in there now, so while um, one of our guests has to depart momentarily, um, I would like to allow everyone a moment to say silence. whatever they have to. Do. No, no silence. This is a podcast, oh. fucker. There ain't no silence in a podcast. <laughs> well, I'd like everyone and an aggregate agreement to. Um, I'll start with verbatim. To say he's got a minute to let off whatever he's got to say. What I'd say is I want the answer to my question answered by Johnny. What percent am I in? Based on your description of my voice. Well, I was talking about um, percentage-wise. I was talking about the um, like of listening to music, not not like what your voice is. Like he's the one percent of people that actually breaks down music like word for word, and like it's like it's a poem. Uh, You're the other 99% that listens to music and enjoys music. But I have a nice voice. Yes, you have a very nice voice. <laughs> I guess you can't have it all. That's all I got to say I, about that. Chapavella, you have a you heard that one blazing track that I played with verbatim in it that went supersonic speeds. Do you have any critique for or anything nice to say to verbatim? Yeah, man, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, why haven't we had him on a track yet? That enough is in itself high praise. He's got to find his flow. He doesn't have a flow. My opinion. It, it's like I tell my buddy Nick. What up, Nick? Man, it's for you, fun. Like, uh, I don't want to sound like Eminem on a track, and, and neither should any of all of us. Like, Eminem's a nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's um, a rich-ass nerd. <laughs> he's a nerd, and... Uh, just my only advice is just have fun and say some shit that you're gonna want to say say that. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I think is what's super cool about this is like, well, first off, the only reason I do this, I started like rapping stuff in general is because I just like hanging out with my uncle and like whatnot, and uh, I think it's sick like having you and like him. It's it's like you got two older guys and a younger guy. And it's it's different. It creates like a different dynamic of like. Damn, man, that sounds like a, some kind of movie I saw. Yeah, it's, 
Jesus God. But no, you're right though. Like even working with my kids and some tracks for them being younger, it's dope because they can pick up all the stuff that took me years and years and years and years to figure out and they could pick it up in a few minutes. Yeah. And sometimes they don't appreciate it as much because, you know, when you put in all the hard work and the long hours, you kind of appreciate it. And I know AOD says he's naturally talented, but don't get it twisted. It's a skill yeah. that that you craft and you evolve. And and what's nice is being younger and, and working with older people, they can get you to where you're trying to be before you hit our age. It's kind of like a benefit for both, you know, both both sides of the party eats because like, you know, you have my views on things, like how I, I say things and then like I've learned shit from you guys kind of thing. And I'm not like musically inclined at all like you guys i just i just know like what people want to hear and, and whatnot you know simpleton absolutely yeah, exactly and it's good to keep in touch with that too because i never wanted to be one of those people who grew older and was like gosh i can't stand today's music and generation and shit like that yeah but then again i'm not i don't have my ear tuned to the streets of what's you know on and popping at the time yeah, and most people that are older, like you guys, they're so just like, no, like, I like it this way. And it's like, they're not open to trying or listening to different things, you know, like, like, yeah, they're just but like, the thing is, to me, is like I was telling AOD the other day, it's good to be able to hit a trend that's going on. But as soon as you hit the trend, the trend's over. So it's like you really do have to stay innovative and doing something a little bit different than what everyone else does it, even though it's good to know what everyone else is doing. 100% agreed, yeah. But I think what's, I think what's, uh, from where it started to where it's at now, it's already progressed a lot between you two and, like, adding, like, me every now and then, like, it's, uh, it's it's starting to become something pretty cool, actually. Absolutely, I, I dig it. Yeah. And like I, I'd say, you know, you're official members of the Psychonauts. You and verbatim both. And it's also like, I mean, now, like I used to, like, I wouldn't listen to really what I would write and record my uncle because I didn't think like what I was recording was good. And now, like, I actually like will listen to it, you know, and like even my friends are like, oh, fuck, like, that's pretty sick, you know? Yeah, I was bumping the arguments the other day for my family. Yeah. It's and me. they were pretty impressed, man. I was like, yeah, this guy hasn't, uh, hasn't rapped all that much but you could have fooled them and sounded excellent yeah i mean we do it maybe maybe once one, we maybe record one song a month maybe sometimes two months yeah you know? we we do if i think if i actually like really really got more serious into it i would be it'd be a lot better and easier you know and we do it i mean we do it all within like what like two three hours we write and record <laughs> Oh, yeah, mainly, like, that R Games, I think I was finished that a month ago, right, the first night we did it. Um, yeah, and I wrote what I wrote in, like, probably 40 minutes, maybe, maybe less. Yeah, I ended up... Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's good, bro. Yeah. It takes me a lot longer to write, so you might be writing some of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like some of my stuff is rushed, though. I feel like it, it could be a lot better if it was, if it was like, you know, more, like, if I took my time more and whatnot, but... I always say, I always say, learn to work fast, and then you'll get better as you go along. Instead of working to be perfect, 
yeah, and yeah. taking too long because then you kind of it's not as much fun anymore. Yeah, it's more it's more like yeah, work. Man. Yeah, I think it's fun as fuck though. I'm having fun. I, I, I think all this is is sick. I love it. I'm excited to uh, move yeah, forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Same here. Awesome. So I think the audio, well, I, don't, I mean, I said enough during the whole episode, but um, if you have any closing comments, Mr. Chapavelli, the Master Zen guy, uh, open mic for you. Uh, I don't really have much else to say. I'm getting ready to put my kids to bed and um, work on this, work on this next beat. And snuggle one. And snuggle. <laughs> nice. Words to live by. Snuggle. Yeah. Well, th- I want to so thank I appreciate everyone. you having me on the show, man. I, I thank you wholeheartedly, Chapavelli. You are the lifeline and bloodline of Psychonauts, and you are a key member for success and glory and 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 a beautiful venture. So I feel the same about all you guys. So we appreciate you, buddy. Um. You have a good night, and thank you immensely for joining this lovely episode three of Podcast Psychonauts. Absolutely. All right. Be safe, be kind, one love. Say it.